Mammoth Hello and welcome to Movie Autopsy. I'm Paul Culliver. And I'm Anthony McCormack. We have just got back from the Star Wars The Force Awakens premiere in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all blinged up. We got medallions. Yeah, they, that's that's yeah. real. That's a real medallion. We've got our 3D glasses that were special uh, 3D glasses. We are so excited to talk about our movie today. Star Wars The, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. <laughs> All right, we're getting into this. This is our first look at the movie. Uh, we are literally, it's about 10.30 at night. We've just seen the movie. Yep. At midnight, we're going to go see it again. Yes. So we're going to come back and do some more. So we've got about half an hour to record <laughs> our thoughts. Yeah. This is full of spoilers. Before we even get into spoilers, did you like it, Paul? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was, I ticked all the bosses, ticked all the bosses, it ticked all the boxes, <laughs> it did everything right. Yes. But we're going to talk about the movie. We're going to talk about spoilers. Did you like it? I liked it as one scene. I reckon it's going to be interesting to see if people like or right. don't like. It's the riskiest scene in the movie. Uh, but the ho- the for me, the whole thing just didn't put a foot wrong. Like, that right. is as well as you can do a Star Wars so movie. So, we can't be clearer. For yes. Every f- for, out of every film in 2015, mm-hmm. we're going to spoil this film, but the best way for there to be no spoilers is if you've seen the movie. Please do not keep listening if yes. you haven't seen the Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yes. Just don't. There are things that you might try and guess at. You haven't guessed them. Yeah. You, okay, ha- you haven't guessed them, and, and we're going to spoil things, and don't- Starting now. Starting now. Okay. Don't let yourself be spoiled. Mark Hamill, not till the end. Yeah, there you go. Which I thought was kind of, I The second the opening crawl comes up and it's like the story is the, the search. Luke Skywalker has vanished. Yes. What an incredible, like the crawl, that's yes. the first line. Yeah, I, I, we were going in and you were, you were saying something along the lines of the second that crawl comes up, I'm going to be devouring it. I'm going to be, oh, no, 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 don't want to miss a word. Don't want to miss a word. Yeah, yeah. It, that sentence drops and it's like, I know the movie now. I know yeah. exactly what's going on. Although, I mean, that's the thing. He's vanished, but it wasn't. The, the movie was kind of the search for Skywalker, but it kind of wasn't. Yeah. Okay, here's my main point of yes. the entire thing. It's... Star Wars, i.e., to some people, A New Hope, it's episode four again. It is. It's like a reboot. It's, it's a like- reboot, remake. It's the same storyline. In the, in the same way that just before the, is it the sixth, sixth Harry Potter book came out, mm. and I thought, wouldn't it be really funny to say that a major character dies in this book? Like, as a fake spoiler, you know, oh, because, you know, the fifth book, there was a death at the end. And so I was like, wouldn't that be funny? And then it turned out that was actually what it was. And we were walking into this Star Wars movie. And I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if there was a third Death Star? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be happy unless this movie has a third Death Star. And that's pretty much what happens. Like, they actually have the scene where it's like, so it's like a Death Star again, right? <laughs> and then someone else is like, no, 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 this is completely different from a Death Star. <laughs> it's big. And look, we put some planet around the death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not a star, it's a planet, it's a death planet. Death planet, yeah. Um, which I quite like when it blows up, it becomes a star. Oh, hello. Yeah, it becomes Uh-oh. like a new sun, which as we all know, suns are stars. I thought it was really interesting that they refer to it as suns, when yeah. really aren't like, because they don't have uh, the sun in their galaxy, do they? 
They ha- surely I, everything yeah. is just stars. That's that's a good point. But they yeah. refer to it as the sun or a sun. Well, there, there's a lot when Luke in the first movie, the fourth episode, but I mean the first episode really. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the twin sunset on uh, Tatooine. So, so I bet it's if if it's the, if your star is powering your planet, you call it the sun. Potentially, I yeah. I don't anyway, know. let's not get bogged down, bogged down in that. So this movie like rhymes with episode four a whole lot. Oh yeah, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's so there's so much that's the same. A droid has some vital information yep. crucial to the resistance, aka the rebellion. Yep. Uh, we start on a desert planet. Yes. They escape the desert planet on the Millennium Falcon. I what I thought was really interesting was the Max von Sydow character. Because now, he's, was he the old guy at the very start? He was the old guy right, at the very okay. start, and you have to say to yourself, he he has to be important in some way because it's Max von Sydow. Mm. But also, like, like that you you don't he, he you know we're in spoiler territory. He's probably not going to be in the next episode. No. Um. But will we see him in flashback? Because you get a sense between Return of the Jedi and this one, there's history. Because he knows Kylo Ren. I reckon that's got to be one of the Chronicle stories. I don't know if they call oh. Chronicles or, you know, like one of the non-episode stories. Yeah. Because there's a moment when uh, they talk about, oh, the lightsaber that is now... Is that Lapita Nyong'o? Is that her character? I the feel... Short, yeah, the, with orange, the goggle. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Is that... That's Lapita? I'm I, that's, that's what Lapita. I took. Yeah. Yeah. So she says very clearly, "Oh, there's a story to this lightsaber. How I came with came to have it, but not now." And I'm like, right. "Oh, you are basically just told us there's going to be a movie." Oh, about that. okay. And I reckon maybe Max von Sydow is involved in that. I don't know. I like that. I like that this movie did things like that, where it set up little, you know, threads. Yeah, but it doesn't shove them in your face like it's not, you know, Iron Man two levels. I quite enjoyed Iron Man two, but a lot of people. Didn't like that there was so much Marvel Universe right, building right. in that movie. Yeah, this clearly, there's a few things that I think are going to sprout. There are a little few seeds in here that are going to sprout into the cinematic universe that they're building yes. for Star Wars. Um, so much that, right, I mean, is I was trying to figure out, is is Daisy Ridley Luke Skywalker and is John Boyega Leia? I like. Oh, they're yeah. a bit of both. They're kind yeah. of they're both. There's a mix-up because yeah. I uh, what I enjoy was how much of Han Solo stuff she was up to. Yeah, where she would do something, and Han's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's right on." Yeah. You know, that's what I would do. Right, but they they are kind of well between the two of them, they're kind of the three of them, aren't they? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like between John Boyega and Daisy Ridley, they kind of um, they kind of take over various parts of the story of and I. I, yeah, from I, from you know to mirror number four. The Oscar Isaac character Poe, yeah, was was almost humorous to me. Like he, there were times where he was genuinely humorous, where yeah. he would like you know pat you on the shoulder and <laughs> say a very funny line. But um, it's almost it reminds me a bit of um, the Red Dwarf Ace Rimmer, mm. which is like if you have never seen Red Dwarf, there's a character in there called Rimmer, and everyone hates him. He's the worst person in the world. Yeah. And from a parallel dimension, Ace Rimmer comes, and he is everyone's best friend, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, anything that requires talent or skill, he can, he's can. he got that talent, he's got that skill. And that was really what Poe was. He was like the, the, the flying ace. Yeah, he, I loved it. He was like just this dashing, yeah. just like 
awesome superhero kind of nice guy. And he's, yeah, and he's going into combat, but he's happy about it. He's like, yeah, yeah we're going to win, aren't we, guys? Morale is <laughs> I love up. It. Um, now, what did you think? We saw Kylo Ren very early on. Yes. And there's that whole interplay with Max von Sydow, and he's talking about his family. I know who you are. I know where you came from, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What did you think in, in that conversation? Oh, I thought, I thought, and there was another thing about um, uh, Ray later on is mm. waiting on Jakku for her, and it's suggested family at one point. Mm. So I felt like the first, the first ten minutes or so of this movie is teasing you, going, "Oh yeah, who's who's belongs to who, family wise?" Yeah, yeah. And um, I, what I enjoyed was that we found out pretty quickly that um, the uh, Kylo is the Han Solo. Right. Did Princess you think it was something else? General Leia. No, oh, no. What, what? I was convinced that was Luke Skywalker. Right. Because all the family talk, I knew there was light inside of you. I know where you came from, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I almost reckon the all this talk that's been leading up with Luke Skywalker, ooh, is Luke Skywalker really the bad guy? J.J. Abrams is probably losing his shit because all that dialogue plays double. Like, yes, and yeah. I was listening to the voice being like, oh, does this sound a little bit like the Joker, who, of course, Mark Hamill plays? I'm like, is this voice, this evil voice that, that, that yeah. Kylo Ren is doing? And is that Mark Hamill behind that? And then it turns out to be Adam Driver, of course. Um, yep. And Ben, is that his real name that we find out? Well, yeah, interesting. Named interesting. after Ben Kenobi, it's Potentially. interesting. So, but I was totally, I was like, oh, they've made it so obvious. Yeah, it's Luke Skywalker, he's disappeared, and he's looking for the plans or the, the map or whatever so that he can crush out anyone finding out who that he is Luke Skywalker. It's some, some elaborate oh, okay, yeah. ruse where yeah. he's gone to the dark side, but he doesn't want anyone to know he's gone to the dark side. That's what I thought. I was wrong. I um I really love that character because there's so much light in him and there's so yeah. much you know it, 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 and the irony of basing all these you know he's looking for the strength in the Darth Vader helmet he's yeah. like Grandpa if only I could be as strong as you and you're like you're halfway there kid you realize he was a good guy <laughs> at the end you know that's the interesting thing as well though in terms of the things that are rhyming here with Episode Four. Yeah. Kylo Ren is basically Darth Vader again. Yes. In many ways, the the light and the dark struggle. But also, we were talking about this as we walked into the cinema, how in episode four, Darth Vader is, like, not this supreme leader. Sorry, to not to use, to use the phrase, we'll get to the actual supreme leader. Yes, in yes, yes. But he's not, he's not like the army general crushing everyone in his way. He's kind of just like this dude with some powers, and all his henchmen around him are like, all right, let him go, De- Vader. All right, yeah, you can't scare us, Vader, with your shit. That's in episode four. He's not, like, when we think of Vader, we think of this pervasive, all, like, you know, yeah. all, like, powerful being, but he's not that. And that's the same with Kylo Ren. He yeah. wants to be that, yep. but he's not. And what I like is that the soldiers are going off and they're doing the making mistakes and they're doing the wrong thing. And he's just, you know, there are a couple of times where he loses his mind. So funny when he does It that. is. It's quite funny. But also there's a sense of, like, he doesn't really mind when they go off on the wrong track because it's like he he knows what he wants to do. Right. And that's all he cares about. It's kind of like the military go in that direction, he goes in another direction, and that's fine. Yeah, well, even even isn't there a thing with Vader, like, being quite obsessed with his... Son, yeah, in the originals, and in, in here number, you've got Kylo yeah. Ren being quite obsessed with finding Luke Skywalker, and those those and, those and desires aren't necessarily going forward. What is really awesome is like the conflict between him and Ray, and you could go anywhere with that. You could say, yeah. you know, she's made an impression on him, and he's 
you know, there's love mm. and, and like a strange obsession there now. Or the other way, it's like she he hates her. He sees everything. And, and like what I really love is you've got the story of this guy who's almost good, almost good, almost good. And then he does the one thing every Star Wars fan is just like, don't do that. We're never going to love you now guy so it's like he is the worst guy in the world in this movie and then right at the end he whenever he takes his mask off he's a little boy and that's so beautiful to me paul it's like it's because he's putting on this bravado he's put this evil modulated voice and then he's just he's got this pain yeah in his face that you see and at the right at the end when he's lightsabering with with the two of those guys and he's just like Tears in his face, like he's. If he was wearing makeup, he'd have panda eyes. And it was <laughs> but just Adam Driver don't need no makeup. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> and it was just so perfect to me. And it's like inevitably you're going to compare this to the prequels. Mm. In the prequels, you have Yoda, who Empire Strikes Back is saying size matters not. Look at me, judge me by my size, do you? And then the prequels, he's jumping around with a tiny lightsaber and he's doing super flips and it's yeah. like, ha, ha, ha. Fast forward to The Force Awakens and this is a completely different ball game with this fight because it's him and he's trying to force the lightsaber against Rey and he's saying, you could be so good if you let me teach you. All you got to do is let me teach you. Mm. And she closes her eyes and she calms herself the hell down. Yeah. And that, I got chills watching that. I'm like, yeah. that is the force, right? Yeah, because when Luke is fighting Vader, he gets just more angry. Exactly. And so for the days of Riddler, for Rey to go the opposite. Now, here's the thing. So Kylo Ren, obviously, uh, uh, son of Han Solo and, and Leia. Mm-hmm. Do we reckon Rey is a Skywalker? Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely... Like it's not quite clear... There's, I'm like, is that Luke's daughter? Maybe? There's definitely a suggestion that something is going on with that, yeah. right? Because the other thing as well, I got this sense, I don't know if you did as well, that R2 was put in sleep and then suddenly woke up with the missing map information right. at a predetermined time. Like, I get a sense that Luke has planned that out. I wasn't sure whether it was maybe he was in low sleep mode, but actually he was working the whole time to find Luke. Right. That's what I... I could be wrong about that, but, but that was like one read I had on it. Okay. But I but, see that, yeah, maybe maybe he had pre... Because, as we know, he's very loyal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it wouldn't be the first time that Luke has made R2, you know. Luke and R2 have their little secrets yeah. and everyone else That's is like... True. What did Luke tell you, R2? And R2's like, I can't tell you. (laughs) How was that? That was interesting to me that droids talk and Ray understands it. Chewbacca talks and Ray understands it. And it's not until Finn comes into the where he's like, What what are they saying? I don't I'm like I'm like, good. It's not just me. Now there's a thing. Finn holds his own for a bit, holding a light he uses a lightsaber and knows how to use it against the stormtroopers. He holds his own for like you know, at least 30 seconds against Kylo Ren. Yeah. So is there an inference there that he is also a Jedi Knight? Or he, he could train to be? I think... Were you getting Jedi vibes? I, um... Yeah, well, I, I... I was definitely thinking to myself, if I am using a lightsaber for the first time and I've never, you know, had one before in my life... Yeah. I'm cutting myself more. See, uh, these are the clues that I think that, um, Finn is, uh, is Jedi. Yeah. Um... He leaves the stormtroopers. 
Yes. So, like, I think it's, like, the light side getting to him, going, what are you doing, man? You're better than this. Get the hell out of here. Um, when him and Daisy nail the Millennium Falcon, and they're both so amazed at each other, it's like, oh, Daisy's amazing as a pilot because she's got the Force, and he was amazing as the as the gunner because he's also got the Force. So, I reckon, like, when they're both equally amazed at each other, it's and they're both surprised by their own abilities. Yeah. I think it's the force in both cases. Yeah. And then when he is able to use the lightsaber with some ability... Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I reckon he's... But it's clear that Daisy Ridley, that so Ray is... It's clear that she's, like, the, one of the most powerful Jedis we've seen. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. But then it makes sense that he's, like, a couple tiers down. Still Jedi, but just not as powerful. I love... There are so many little threads in their character that it seems like such a decepti- deceptively simple story. Mm. And yet you can pull and pluck at that. Like, for him, for the Finn guy that he's so... You know, you get a sense he's good and light side and all that sort of thing. If you had to place him either, you know, good or bad, he's mm. one of the good guys. Yeah. And yet his motivation seems to be, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> like, there's something a little cowardly about him that yeah. when Poe is, you know, he's breaking Poe out and he's like, "What? Well, why are you doing this? And they turn it into a joke where Finns are like, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> and Poe's are like because you need a pilot, right? <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 I need this a pilot. And there's a lot of funny moments in this. This is possibly, yes. I mean, easily the funniest Star Wars movie. Because I don't, I feel like even the originals didn't really have that much humour in them. Yeah. Not not an awful... They weren't really not, gags. Not gags like this had gags. And it, this was funny. Yeah. Like, there was some great funny stuff in there. That was, yeah, I mean, that was great. And I think that was the first good laugh of the, sh- of the movie. Yeah. So I almost it almost threw me off because I was like, oh, 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 that's funny. Oh, my God. Like, I, I wasn't expecting to laugh in this movie. Yeah. And that, I really like the Poe guy because the Poe the po guy, there's something about him where you feel you could let him down and he would pat you on the back anyway and say, that's all right. You'll do better next time. Yeah. You know, right? Like, he's just so, <laughs> such an up morale kind. And, and Daisy Ridley's Ray, there's something about her that is just so incorruptible and it feels like- yeah. Like the Star Wars version of Superman, like even Luke Skywalker, there was a battle for his soul. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe he'd go good, maybe he'd go bad, but they, like Ray is like, of course, good, of course, good. Like, mm. I wonder whether part of the reason why Luke uh, ran was because he was scared that he was going to be corrupted. Yeah, I wonder if it's like, oh shit, if my apprentice has just been corrupted, who's to say? I won't. And that's really... I get excited about seeing Ray and Luke together because in a lot of ways, she's better than he is. Yeah. Like, go- gooder than he is. More gooder. More gooder. Much lighter. And very... Pat- like, there's so much that she does instinctually, which is exciting because we as an audience have already seen Star Wars stuff. We know what Yoda says. We know Yoda says, you got to do this and you can't yeah. do that. And and Ray has not been through that, and yet she picks up all this stuff instinctively, like yeah. the, the, when she's in the locked in the torture chamber, and she knows to try the Jedi mind trick. Yeah. And you say, where on earth did she pick that up? Because Han Solo is like, you know, it, she's having the conversation with him, and he's all like, you you probably the same as me. You think all this Jedi stuff is myth and legend and nonsense, but it's all true. Mm. And then, like, later on, so she's obviously learned, you know, she's obviously heard some sort of story about this trick. Or. Or. Yeah, feed She saw me. it as a kid. She saw the movie as a kid. <laughs> no, she saw Luke Skywalker, her father. Oh, okay. I see what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Something. I, I there, don't know. There's, like, a really explicit line where the Lapita character said, like, in the... Her name is Moss, isn't it? 
but it's not it's Moss Eisley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm glad I picked confused. up on that too. So it's the cantina, not that can- a different cantina, obviously. Yeah, her name was Moss. So is Moss Eisley was a city in Tatooine, right, or a yes. town? Yeah, spaceport. But then yeah. the person that runs, or at least is the main person at this cantina, yes. is Moss. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the same reaction. But I'm like least- something familiar yeah. about all this. Now she has this like delusional thing, this like experience, which is a little bit like. Kind of similar to what Luke kind of goes through on Dagobah. Not really. But uh, she sees a whole Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, and But she says pretty explicitly something like, I know what you're looking for. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like, like, But like, it's almost like at Rey, like being like, this is you what, looking what, for. This is the read I had on that, where she's all like, you're waiting for what you used to have, where, where you used to belong. Right. And you, that's not going to happen, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But- where you find belonging now is going forward. See, it makes sense to me that they're living on Jaka, they're yeah. training Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren turns, and then Luke Skywalker runs away. And she's like, no, come back. And he's like, nah, shit got bad. I got to get out of here. You'll be fine. That, that kind of fits, right? That gives like an added significance to the very final shot. Mm, yeah. Because that is an- another thing of... You don't hear them talk, and you don't hear no. them acknowledge each other. So they it's might the be, yeah, they might be meeting for the first time. They might be meeting for the second time. Because <laughs> what it, in that flash? Because you see, no, you see Luke's hand on R two D two. Yes. Like what uh, is that a scene that we already know, or is that just something we're just seeing that we don't know what it is. We're just seeing that. Although right. I took that as a clue that R two was part of Luke's plan. Right. Whatever his plan is. I I don't know if he's planned things out because he does seem genuinely surprised. There's something in his look at the end that's mm. really interesting because it's not like a, ah, oh, finally you're here. No, there's like a little bit of fear, yeah, I, I thought. There's like a, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> and he sees a lightsaber. And again, it's not like a, ah, oh, refreshing smile kind yeah. of thing. It's like a, oh, my God. Yeah. What's going on? Um, now, Kylo Ren. Can we talk about Kylo Ren just a little bit? Let's, um, please. Uh, very powerful. Are you, I don't think we've ever seen this, like, keep someone still, freeze them. Yeah, before. and the, the bolt in the air. Oh, my God. See, that, to me, indicated, I was like, oh, that's more powerful than what Vader did. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yet, there's this suggestion that he's not as powerful as Vader. Well, what's interesting to me is that, um, and, and Kylo Ren has... The Vader genes, because yeah, through through General Leia, yes, yeah, it's great. It's his grandfather, exactly. So, but what's interesting as well is that Vader is like by the time we see him in the original trilogy, crippled essentially. Mm. Like, there's very little man left, and it's oh, all I see. robot pieces. So he, Kylo Ren, is pure mm. organic. Um, when they were fighting in the snow, I'm like, well, clearly he's got to get defeated in some way. I'm like, he's got to be left with a deformity. And sure enough, he gets, like, the scar on the face or whatever. So I'm like, no, like, no lightsaber fight I will be complete without someone either dying yeah. or having them, like, horribly misfigured. I, the movie, Disfigured. The mo- misfigured both. The movie made me want it. I was thinking to myself of Darth Maul in the very first episode, oh, yeah. episode one. <laughs> Or episode four, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I was thinking, it was such a shame that they killed him at the end of that movie when they mm. could have gone on and used him and made something out of him. And so they're having the lightsaber duel, and I'm like, 
I don't think I've ever seen the end of a lightsaber duel where, you know, I guess there's the Empire Strikes Back, but there's a reason not to kill your opponent in the at the end of that duel. Mm. There's a there's an added significance that we find out, you know, yeah, at the yeah. end of that duel. So, like, I'm like, how do you end a lightsaber duel without killing each other? <laughs> and it's almost exactly that moment that that thought popped into my head that there just suddenly happened <laughs> to be an earthquake that yeah. drives them apart. Because well, I was like, this is the first lightsaber fight we've kind of seen, like, out in, like, nature, out in the yeah. open. It's always been, like, scaffolds and insides and running away and falling into pits and whatever. Uh, of technology, but um, oh, now I want to talk. Oh my god, his lightsaber. Okay, it's got the side things. Fine, whatever. But did you see the blade? Is like it's not pure. It's all ragged and and like yeah. fiery. Uh, and then you see that compared to Luke's um, lightsaber. Exactly. And it's, he, it's straight and it's clean and it's pure. Yep. I reckon. Like clearly, is this an analogy for like he he either doesn't have the know-how to make a good lightsaber, mm-hmm. which I would suggest is part of it. Like that, I would say that roughness is like a sign that he clearly doesn't have the right skills to make a good one. And he really wants Luke's lightsaber too. Yeah. You get a sense he's like, uh, give me that thing, or at least half an hour with it. Come on, <laughs> hand it yeah, over. Just a little bit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting that it's like, well, is, is it like, or does it look scary because it's all rough and ragged? But no, actually, I think it makes it like, it's, I think it's a suggestion. It's a less powerful lightsaber. Yeah. Um, now, Snokes. Is that his name? Uh, Snoke. Snoke. Yeah, Snoke. Who the hell is Snoke? What I found really sexy, the very first time you saw him, and he's gigantic. Yeah, and he's I'm an, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know, even in the Star Wars universe, this feels a little weird. Yeah. And then- the hologram shuts shuts off, and I'm like, oh, he's normal sized, yeah, but a gigantic hologram. And there's something very Oz about it, yeah. the Wizard of Oz, where it's like, do you reckon he's going to turn out to be tiny? Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be like awesome? Yoda size? Oh my gosh, is that what that you're be- going for? Oh, that's even better than where like, I was. Instead of just human size, like he's actually tiny. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Yeah, that do would be. We just figured that out. I I hope so. I reckon that's what it is. I hope even if they weren't planning on that, they're listening to this saying, "Oh my god, that's good. Let's it's write so it down." Good. Yeah. If he turns out now, it's not clear. Like, is he Sith or not? Yeah, it's that's kind of like because Kylo Ren's like teach me, but also there's kind of the suggestion that he's like, "Yeah, I'm a supreme leader, but he's not Jedi. He's not Jedi. He doesn't have." And I like, I'm not sure. I can't remember at what stage of the movie they say it, but I like they they drop that once upon a time it was Sith, then it was the Empire, now it's the is it the new the First Order First Order, mm. and I like that it's kind of like it, you know you're not bringing Sith back into the mix anymore. Yeah, it's just light side, dark side, but it's like it's kind of talking about the different generations, but they're always the same thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, which is also an interesting thing about like. Dystopian like governments and fascistic governments and stuff. That's yeah. kind of like we'll rebrand. We're well, the same. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I, well, it's interesting because the, then the first order still have stormtroopers, but then I was thinking, shouldn't that mean that the Republic have? Because is the Republic yeah. in theory the remains of the Empire? Well, you know, it's interesting. It? I don't think we see the Republic in this movie. No. In the, in the same way, we didn't see the Empire in A New Hope. Right. And and we're only seeing the resistance, which you're kind of saying if there is a republic and the republic are in power, 
aren't the Republic also fighting against this First Order kind right. of clan? Of- yeah, it's weird. But it's almost like the First Order, to me, kind of almost like a big terrorist organization as opposed to... Like, they're not in charge. They're just a huge bunch of agitators kind of going, we, we want to fuck shit up. This is what yeah. we want. I don't know. Cause, but also they destroy a whole lot of planets that are, in theory, the Republic. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll ever see it, because in theory that was it. Right, okay. Like, oh, they just right. destroyed... They just destroyed the was Republic. Was it Coruscant? I think it was Coruscant that they showed us getting destroyed. Really? Isn't it... That's where the Galactic Senate was, right? Yes. And with the, it's, isn't that what we see in episode one? With all the tall buildings and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like then, a, the city, the planet of city. Right, and then one of the cities, one of the planets that it looked like they were destroying, I think might have been Coruscant. It's it's so interesting. You've got your like echoes of like number one, the destruction of Alderaan. Yes, well, yeah, that as well. Oh, my yeah. God, another rhyme. Num- number two is like in A New Hope, where you have the death of Ben Kenobi yep. that lets you get away off the Death Star, and in this one, you've got the death of you another know one, of, an- another of Han. Uh, oh, we all know by now. Yeah, it's yeah, Han, yeah. It's Han Solo. I Which, mean, when he was doing that whole thing, I know what I need to do, I just need the strength to do it. And I was like, oh, this is one of those things where you're talking vaguely and then it's going yeah. to be the bad one. It's going to be the yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I, I, there was a moment where I was like, oh, he's going to come home with him. But then I was like, this is the first movie in a trilogy. Yeah. If he goes now, there's no way that can work. The second Han started walking out of that bridge, I was like, oh, I know exactly yeah. where this is going. <laughs> Um, and then also when Han dies, you go, oh, that makes sense why they set up all the whole thing about Daisy being good at Millennium Falcon, uh, Ray being good at Millennium right, Falcon. Right, right. Why Chewie, like, Chewie likes her, all that stuff. You're like, oh, that's why. Also interesting how they, um, <laughs> it's like when Poe, there's a few moments like that when Poe is like, this is the droid I'm looking for. This is exactly how it looks looks like. There's only one droid like this. If you see this droid, this is definitely the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then sure enough, he just, he like disappears, presumed dead. And it's up to Finn to find him. And so when he sees a droid like that, he's like, oh, I definitely know that's the one. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's all very convenient. Because yeah. in that moment, I was like, mm, that's a lot of uh, uh, dialogue. It's a lot of, um, what do you call it, explanation that you're going into there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, maybe it's because you're about to die. Oh, that's why. Yeah, because you, you died. I do feel that there was a lot in this movie that at the start of the scene, you know exactly how the end of the scene is going to finish up. Mm. And yet... I was just delighted by it in any anyway. Yeah. I thought the execution of it all was just so well done. And and the one thing I'm not sure about is how I feel about Han Solo dying. Because I have to tell you, yeah. up and up until that scene, I I was looking at Harrison like I haven't looked at him in years. Like mm. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Mm. And there's a lot of interviews behind the scenes saying, Oh man, Harrison's still got it. Harrison's still got it. He's got another 20 years of Indiana Jones movies in him. 30 years, 40 years. He's going to outlive all of us. Mm. And you watch The Crystal Skull and you go, oh, that was, you know, <laughs> an underwhelming movie. Like, you know, it's it's got very good points. Mm. It's got a lot of fatal flaws as well. So when people are saying, oh, Han Solo in this movie, Harrison is back as Han Solo, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. And then the second he's on screen, you're oh, like, so good. geez, he's good. He really does still have it. I think my favourite thing, actually, about this movie is the scenes between Han Solo and General Leia. Like, Carrie Fisher yeah. and Harrison Ford on screen together, 
there was something amazing, just electric. Yeah. With those two, the way they looked at each other and like the way that they portrayed this like this decades of love and pain between them was like it blew my mind. It was it was like that was probably the standout part of the entire movie for me. And I did I didn't understand where they were at. Were they separated? Were they still together but they take very long trips away from each other? I think it's I think it's that vague thing of like we well, I mean, it was kind of explained in the sense that, like, they still love each other, but when you have a son that's turned to the dark side, yeah, it's yeah. very hard to stay together. Isn't that great? I love that they use that, you know, you often see in, in other dramatic movies that are less, you know, fanciful, mm. but you do see parents who lose children and the relationship disintegrates, and I love that they use the dark side as kind of the, you know... yeah. The um, analogy, the, the Star Wars version of that. Like, it's such an interesting way to go. Instead of being like, oh, Luke's son turned bad or Luke turned bad. Yeah. Han and Leia's son. Oh, so well, good. I'm pretty sure I'd, I've never delved into the expanded universe. Uh, but I'm pretty sure there is a a solo child that ends up going bad in the solo oh, in the expanded universe. Hey, fun little side fact. Uh, apparently in like the expanded universe Darth Maul actually survived. <laughs> oh, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> There's something going on there. Anyway, I just want to bring that up. We need to go to the movies. We do. We're we... going to go see it again. Yeah. So I've got to stop this so that we can upload it. Yep. And then we're going to come back uh, either tonight or in the next few days and record like us because we've got more to talk about. Oh, surely. Holy surely. boy, boy, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been movie autopsy for first look. Yes. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Tweet out us at Movie Autopsy on Facebook. We gotta get out of here. I've been Paul Caliber. I've been Anthony McCormack. We'll see you soon. See you then. Bye.